Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both Snooze Fest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. The doula Darcy is a certified postpartum doula and lactation counselor who has helped hundreds of new moms navigate the first 12 weeks at home with a baby since 2010. In addition to supporting new parents, Darcy also coaches doulas and sleep consultants to grow their businesses using connection-based marketing strategies. Darcy and I are very much aligned as this is exactly what we teach inside of CPSM. Darcy, welcome back to the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love to, I love your podcast. I love being a guest. So this is super fun. I'm happy to have you. So when we were brainstorming ideas for this podcast episode, we both sort of together came up with the idea to discuss imposter syndrome. I love this topic because we all have it, right? Let's discuss. Yeah. So, well, and I think, um, well, we're recording this at the beginning of the year, so it's a good time to, I mean, it's always a good time to talk about overcoming imposter syndrome, but I think it's, you know, and you maybe see this all the time too. I really think, see this as one of the main things that holds doulas, parent coaches, sleep consultants back from being successful really. And, um, and so for people who don't know what imposter syndrome is, it's the idea of like, the feeling that you're an imposter, like, who am I to be a sleep consultant? Cause I, you know, I, I'm new and, you know, who am I to go out and be a doula? Cause I've, you know, I've only been doing this for two months, you know, but you've done your training, you've done your certification, like you're, you're ready. Um, and then it comes down to mindset, which I know you and I love talking about. Um, I don't know who said this. I think one of the business coaches that I follow once said that you are an expert as long as you know more than the person that you are coaching. Right. And I think that is totally true right? Even if you are a brand new sleep consultant that hasn't even supported any families yet, you've been through an entire training program. And the moms that you're going to be supporting have not taken a training on establishing healthy and independent sleep hygiene for their child. That's why they're hiring you, right? So I, I mean, at the at the sort of base level, I think that that's on point, right? Like you don't need to know everything to be successful as a sleep consultant, you just need to know more than the person that you're coaching. And the beautiful thing about at least my program is that we have a whole network of sleep consultants that are there to support you as you navigate these first few clients, right? So we can, we all have imposter syndrome, and it's it's going to creep in, but it's what you do with that mentality and how you sort of like channel those nerves, because it really can like completely paralyze you. Or I also think it can like propel you into greatness if you let it. Mm, I love that. Yes. And I think that's what, 
you need to, that's what you need to do. I mean, when you hear that voice in your head of like, oh, you don't know enough, you're not experienced enough, you're not smart enough, um, recognize that that's just a voice, made up voice in your head. And don't let that voice stop you from helping a family that needs help sleeping or, you know, with whatever you're coaching them on. So that's what really lately is really, you know, sparking my fire is that I'm seeing, I don't want to see, I mean, I talk about marketing a lot. So I always say, I don't want to, I don't want to see marketing be the thing that stops you from helping a family, but I certainly don't want to see imposter syndrome be the thing, you know, that helps that, that keeps hurt, that gets from, you in the, that gets in the way of, of yeah, you being, so, yeah. it, you know, for every month, that you're sitting at home afraid to put yourself out there on social media or start a website, you know, those are families that aren't getting good sleep. And like you said, you made a great point that, you know, as we go through our training, we tend to just kind of think the whole world is learning along with us. We forget that parents, especially first time parents, they probably haven't even read one book on sleep. They've maybe Googled it. And that's how they found you and hired you. But you, yes, exactly. Like you said, once you, if you've gone through a training, you know so much more, even if they are your very first client, you have so much to offer them. Um, And like, and, and it's okay to say if, you know, a question comes up that you don't know the answer to, which probably won't happen, but you can, you can say, say, I'll get back to you. Let me get back to you on that. Yeah, <laughs> let me go, absolutely. Absolutely. Let me go into the Jane's Facebook group and find out and, or, you know, look it up in my book and let me get back to you on that. <laughs> absolutely. I think when people think about the doula Darcy, right? Everybody thinks that like, you know, your stuff and you have it all figured out. I think people think that about me too. Uh Where is imposter syndrome creeping in for you? Because we all have it. Yeah. Um, You know, it's funny because I was just thinking about this today because someone I was talking to was surprised to hear that I have a business coach because I am a business coach for doulas. But um, I, you know, all of us, whether you're just starting a doula business, whether you're just starting a sleep consulting business, and especially if you're starting either one of those online, and then like what I'm doing, I, I started a doula business coaching business like that doesn't exist I'm the only one who's done it so yes I need a coach like because I'm making this up as I go along you are too like so it it's helpful to have a business coach and actually one of the things that does is keeps the imposter syndrome at bay like it's not just me over here stewing this business out of nothing like I have a coach you know, I'm in a mastermind. So I have a coach and a a group that's, you know, helping me, cheering me on and all that. But so for me, imposter syndrome has come up of like, well, who am I? Who am I to be a business? Who am I to be the first ever business coach exclusively for doulas? Like, so I was like, when I was starting to have this idea, I'd be like, well, who am I to do that? That's not a thing. <laughs> do you um, struggle? Do you struggle with um, carrying the burden of other doulas that are in your program? Like, if they're not having the success 
that you want them to have? Do you carry that burden? Um, not usually because I mean, I feel bad. I, you know, I feel badly and I want to help them, but I, it's usually because they're not doing the work doing the things I'm telling them to do. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not like I, I said, Oh, go do this. And then they went and did it. And they're not having success. It's honestly, usually it's that imposter syndrome has creeped up for them. And they're like, Oh, you know, when I go look, and I'm like, well, you haven't posted on social media in six weeks. Like, of course, no one's, <laughs> no one's <laughs> inquiring about your services. So um I, I mean, but, and I want to say that that does take work. And again, that's something I talk about with a, my coach, like separating that all out. But I, and to be honest, I do remember when I first started my, just my regular postpartum doula business, imposter syndrome creeped up hard because, because I had been a marketing executive. So then I was like, who, what am I doing now? I'm going to go to somebody's house and help them with their baby. And like, I don't know you know, imposter syndrome. I was like, I've never done this before. I, what if, you know, what if some really, I was, I was afraid of like big problems coming up that I didn't know the answers to, but I don't, you're not supposed to know the answers. So anyway, I, I, but for me, those, the way I pushed through that imposter syndrome was my passion to be a doula, to serve families, to help people was stronger than my fear. And that is an awesome way of looking at it and an awesome solution to the problem. Yeah. And I hadn't thought about that. And even I talk about this all the time with the doulas in my programs, like, yes, it's scary to get out in your community and network. Yes, it's scary to start posting on Instagram. But if you want to do this job, like if you want to be a doula, if you want to be a sleep consultant, this is what you have to do. Or you can be safe and go back to your corporate career or your waitressing job or whatever you were doing before. But if you want to do big things, if you want to have a six figure sleep consulting business, like I'm sorry, but you are going to have to post on Instagram. <laughs> you are well, going. To- I actually, I actually disagree. Well, with you actually, I actually absolutely don't think that you need to post on Instagram, well, but you need to do something. Yes. You need to do something. If you're not going to be on Instagram, you need to be connecting with people in real life. If you're not doing it on the internet, you know, so, like- yes. to be clear, you don't post on Instagram, but you network like crazy on yeah. Facebook. And that's how you and I met. Yeah, real, yeah, right. Like you need to be somewhere. You need to put it yourself doesn't, out there. Yeah, you need to put yourself out there. I always, when I sit across the table, you know, I'll be on Zoom talking to people who are interested in becoming a sleep consultant and they always express their nerves, their anxieties, their concerns. Um, you know, that's all, that's all imposter syndrome. What they're saying is like, they're worried that they're not going to be successful. And what I always try to explain to them is that I firmly believe that 100% of people who get into anything new are scared. 100%. There's fear. There's always fear involved. And there are two buckets of people. There are people who are scared and it paralyzes them. And there are people who are scared and they do it anyway. And you get to decide 
whether or not you want to be one of those people that's completely paralyzed by your fears, or whether or not you want to like get out there and do something that feels hard and outside of your comfort zone, but it's also then the most rewarding experience of your entire life. Those are the two choices. And like, you know, the it's funny, people are worried about failing, but then they don't even try because they're worried about failing. So then in my mind, like you failed before you even started because you didn't even try. Like, but isn't that try. failure? Right? Yes. Yes. That's... And it's all because like, we're worried about what's going on in our brains. We're all just like, worried about what other people think, or we're worried about, you know, thinking about like, where does imposter syndrome even come from, right? Yeah. Like, I think you touched on one thing, which is like an area of weakness, right? Like when you first start something and you're new, you feel like you're weaker at it. You're not, you're not like a super strong sleep consultant yeah. yet. Cause you just got well, started. You, you feel like an imposter. You're like, well, yeah. who, who am I to go to make a website and post online that I'm a sleep consultant? Right. And and I think that comes from like one place that it comes from is lack of experience, right? Like it's hard to feel like you're the expert when you don't have the experience yet. That that feels reasonable, right? Yeah. I mean, I know that it's okay to get out there and do it before you're the expert because I, I've done it a million times and I am telling other people to do it. But I, I think that's where it comes from, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then and then fear of failure, me. which we talked about, right? Like being scared that you're not going to be able to succeed in whatever, whatever, like whatever you deem as success. I know that that's relative. I think that a lot of it comes down to, and this is what, um, actually I did a yoga teacher training many years ago and the, the teacher called it the itty bitty shitty committee in our heads. <laughs> and okay. I think about it all, the time, because this is another thing I talk to with the doulas in my programs, because they'll say, oh, well, people are saying that my prices are too high, or people are saying this, or people don't like it when I do this. And I like, whoa, 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 whoa. who has said this to you? Who has verbally said this to you? Just to get them to see, you know, are people really saying this? Or is are these voices in your head? Or is this you? Well, it's funny that this is, it's funny that this is what you're bringing up because the third thing that I had written down when I was thinking of like, where does imposter syndrome stem from? Like areas of weakness, fear of failure. The third thing I had written down, worrying about what other people think, right? Like we're so focused on what other people think, but truthfully, everybody's just worried about themselves. Like I'm yeah. just worried about myself. I'm not worried about what you think of me. I'm worried about me, right? I'm not out there worried about what Dula Darcy thinks about me. I mean, I am a little bit because you and I are friends and I want you to like me, but, but like in the grand scheme of things, like I'm focused on, I'm looking inward and everybody else is looking inward too. Nobody's, nobody's paying attention to you. Just like get out there and do the good work and show up the best that you possibly can. Stop worrying about what other people think. Yes. Right. Right. I know easier said than done. Like here we are, we're talking about how easy, it's not easy, this takes work. But I think the first step is recognizing that, just that, you know, either your 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 brain is coming up with um, like excuses or reasons you shouldn't do things. So just even recognizing that that's just your brain making it up. Or, you know, people aren't really talking about you and how you show up on Instagram or, or you know, um, people aren't really complaining that your prices are too high. 
you know, it's, it's your ego. Making. You and I are literally always on the same page. Like nobody can see what I have up on my screen right now. And I didn't even share it with Darcy because I, like, you know, I like to, in my podcast, I like to like outline my thoughts and like, you know, I have a plan for what we're going to talk about. And actually, usually I'll share the outline, but Darcy and I vibe so nicely that I don't even need to like give her a heads up on what we're going to talk about. And so like in my head, the next thing we're going to talk about is like, okay, how do we get over these feelings of imposter syndrome? And the first thing I've written down are they are just thoughts. And that is exactly <laughs> what you just said. Right? <laughs> I love that. I swear that is it. That is like, it's like, she's staring at my screen and I didn't even screen share. Uh, like, that's Love that. Right. It's just thoughts. Like these are just thoughts. Right. And it's not true. That's the other thing <laughs> that we right. have to point out. You know, I feel like I all day long, I'm telling my own self in my head, like, no, that is not true. Like, you know, just. Yeah, it takes constant work. And then. I can't even remember what exactly I was thinking. Something about cleaning my kitchen this morning before anyone else was up. And then I was just like, no, Darcy, that's not even true. Stop. So um, I think that is the first step of overcoming, you know, recognize, recognizing what is just you, what is fear, just talking in your own head and what is truly like an area where you do need to learn more. Um, and yeah. most of the time, it's, it's just that fear talking to you or in your head. I mean, and I'm all for continuing education and all that, but not, this is what comes up a lot in the doula world. And I'm not sure about sleep consulting, but people just keep taking trainings and additional certifications instead of taking clients because the, it's yeah. like it's the imposter center. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll just take it after I take this training, then I'll feel good enough. Then I'll feel experienced and cert certified enough, but then it, it just keeps going. Yeah. Something I see is that not necessarily that people are taking so many more trainings, but that people are wanting to help families for free for practice. Oh. And so they just keep helping people for free for practice because they are scared to actually admit that their service is valuable and like people should pay for it because that feels yeah. impostery, right? Right. <laughs> like who just, am I who am I to earn money? Yeah. And and I so so the next thing I had written down after like how are we supposed to get over these feelings? Number one, they're just thoughts. Like we have to just stop thinking this way. And number two, we have to take action. Like you actually have to do something right? Like you have to like spring into action. Your two choices are to be paralyzed and do nothing and sit with your fears and your imposter syndrome, or you have fears and imposter syndrome and you just get out there and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And, and it might feel really hard. It might feel really uncomfortable, but it's also like you're doing it and you're like, yeah. wow, I'm actually doing it. And the more and more that you do things that feel uncomfortable, I think the less uncomfortable they start to feel. Right. And absolutely. And, and, and then it's kind of like you're training your brain, you're training your body. It's kind of like not to, um, I don't know the word, but like comparing it to like a trauma response, like just feeling your feelings, acknowledging your feelings, and then moving through it is how you 
kind of retrain your brain that like, no, this is okay. This is safe. This is safe for me to go to this networking meeting and talk about my sleep consulting business. And the more you do it, the easy, you know, the more that imposter syndrome gets shoved down and you, and you're like, oh, okay, I can do this. And then the more clients that you do serve, the more you're like, oh, all right, I, I, I am helping them. I, you know, I'm doing this, I'm providing value. And then it just, it does get easier and easier, but you have, like you said, you have to take action. You have to take those first steps for sure. Another thing I wrote down was to find resources that inspire. This is something that personally helped me. I like to listen to podcasts, get into Facebook groups, um, read books. I don't really read that much, but in theory, if I read, I would read books (laughs) (laughs) about, about overcoming this stuff, like Mm -hmm. actually working on it, listening to people that actually know how to help you change your thoughts. Uh, Like there's this whole thing called thought work where really you work to change your thoughts and, you know, getting immersed into that world where you're listening to other people who are really good at this for me, that's been really helpful to yeah. just like listen to the experts on thought work, you know, because we we don't know how to do this on our own. Like we have to learn and then we have to practice mm-hmm. and and it helps to have somebody who knows how to do it, explain how to do it. Right. And I think to your point, like listening to podcasts of of people that we view as successful, you know, who are doing it and who are um, honestly talking about the fact that they have on imposter syndrome and how they overcame it. And, you know, just hearing that you're normal. Yeah. You know, that, that is a big piece of it too. And I'll just throw in like hiring a coach, joining a program where um, you can get that support to push through these things. And the last thing on my list was surround yourself with people that inspire. <laughs> yes, that's hel- well, because it, this is proven, this is evidence-based. Um, it was written up in the Harvard Business Review, a study, they studied male entrepreneurs and female on- entrepreneurs. And the, the number one indicator of success for male entrepreneurs was, I forget what it was forget what it was. But the number one indicator for success for female entrepreneurs was whether they surrounded themselves with a small group of other female entrepreneurs. So we are stronger together. There's so much value in being in a group of other sleep consultants, doulas, just entrepreneurs, whether they're local to you or whether it's Zoom or Facebook group or whatever. Um, you know, and I always compare it to like the new mom groups, like when you show up and you're unshowered and your baby's crying and so is the mom next to you, you're like, oh, I'm I'm not doing this wrong. Like, this is just how it is. So having that for your business is huge. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And I think that that's what you and I are both doing inside of our programs, right? I know that you do it in the doula village. I do it inside of CPSM. We're both fostering really strong communities of like-minded entrepreneurs that are all working together to achieve our 
respective goals within our businesses. And it's so hard to go at it alone. I know that for a fact. I've seen people struggle without the right uh, community, without the right collaboration, the right support. We, we need each other to uh, lift each other up, motivate each other, inspire, and help to sort of like swat away at that imposter syndrome that never really fully goes away. Nobody believes me, but I have it too. Everybody has it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You'd be, you'd be, I don't know, a psychopath if you didn't like, or yeah. I mean, we're humans and we all have imposter syndrome. So I, I'll and just, we're all still learning, you know, this is, yes. I think people, people look to me and I'm sure they look to you for all the answers, right? Like people assume that I know every answer to everything and I don't at all, like not even close. I'm still learning. And frankly, the second you feel like you're done learning, like, I think you've like, that is not the right mindset, right? No. Like you need to always be in a position where you are open to learning new things and gaining new skills. And, you know, we're all on the trajectory to somewhere, you know, we're all headed in some sort of direction and it's never ending. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I definitely struggle with imposter syndrome just because everybody thinks I'm like this expert that, <laughs> am I like, why am I the expert? Right? Like, who am I? Um, We all have to work through that in our own minds. And, you know, I think the only way through it is just to like, as you said, like, remember that they're just thoughts, take action, Mm -hmm. and and find resources that inspire you and surround yourself with the right people that are also doing the right thought work and and the, the right act and taking action. Yeah. And I think another big thing is tapping into why you wanted to do this work in the first place. Like reminding yourself, you know, how did sleep consulting change your own family? How did that change your own life? You know, why did you feel called to take this training, you know, do this work? Um, For me, that is what, you know, on the days when I'm like, Oh my God, what am I doing? Like tapping into why I want to do this, um, is a great way to overcome that fear. Again, tapping into your passion, your passion has to override your fear. And yeah, that is really, that is really brilliant. I think that I do that subconsciously, Mm -hmm. but it's, I love that you said it out loud and I'm going to go back and listen to this after we're done. And I'm going to write it down because sometimes you really feel stuck, right? Like sometimes you feel so stuck and you don't know what to do next because it all feels really scary. And when you go back to your your why, like why did you even get into this? What are you looking to accomplish? How are you looking to serve families? And why are you even out here trying to support families? Like why is that important to you? Um, I do think that you're right. That's, that's the key to overcoming all of this, because if you're super passionate about it, then you're going to let that lead and you're going to not be paralyzed by all the scary stuff that comes along with it as you're navigating those, those scary things that we have to do to grow our businesses. Oh yeah. And I remember, I mean, everyone is shocked whenever I say this, but I am a total introvert, shy person. (laughs) And I remember, uh, you know, I used to love being in my cubicle by myself with my spreadsheets about analyzing media sources. 
But when I became a, you know, had my kids, had my own experience and wanted to become a postpartum doula, I remember talking to myself and thinking, okay, I'm going to go to this chamber of commerce event. And I want, you know, I wanted to cancel five times throughout the day. And I just had to talk to myself. I'm like, okay, Darcy, either you're going to this chamber event and you're going to announce your doula business and make connections and tell people about it, or you're going to be the shy little girl that's going to have to go back to her cubicle. Like that, if I remember like making a choice, like if I want to do this, like be my own boss, own my own business, spend more time with my kids and help families have better postpartum experience. Like this is what it's going to take chamber of commerce meetings and (laughs) putting my face on Facebook. and Which for you was really just like the first step. I mean, that was just like, that that was the move in the moment that you needed to make. Right. And and it was one of probably thousands of moves that you needed to make over the course of your career. But it was the first bit that was the big that was the turning point. Like, are you gonna well, do was, this? Well, or that you was not? the big point where my where imposter syndrome was creeping up for me. Like, oh, it'd be so much easier to just stay home and watch TV tonight and not go to this, you know, after hour business after hours mixer, but you yeah. had to. You had to. So, and I'm not saying that's the key to success by any means, but, um, no, but for you, it was like a, it was like a figurative key of success because if you hadn't done that, you also probably wouldn't have done the next thing that came along and the next thing that came along. And it's not that like you had to go to a chamber of commerce event to have a successful doula business, but you needed to say yes to the opportunity because you need to be in the habit of saying yes to opportunities, right? And every single time you have the opportunity to talk about your business, show up in an event, meet with moms, whatever it is, like if you're in the habit of saying no, because it feels scary. And because you don't feel like you're good enough, then like, you're never going to get out there and do it. Right. And that's at the end of the day, that's the key to success is that people have to know that you and your services exist. So, you know, whether you're going to in-person local chamber events or hosting Facebook lives or, you know, whatever you're doing, you've got to be putting yourself out there and marketing yourself. So, so if anybody's listening to this and wants to know more about your doula village, because it really is an amazing, amazing program that you offer, where can everybody connect with you and learn more about this? And if you have any other resources that you want to share, go for it. Yes. So you can go to my website, which is doulaDarcy.com and click on the tab for my doula village. Um, You can also get a free cheat sheet there on how to start getting clients, um, you know, with a bunch of tips. And then I love Instagram. I know you don't, but follow me. No, on I, I do. But like, I, you know, I do. I do with you. You and I go live and it's so much fun. But oh, normally... yeah. so I love Instagram. So I'm always sharing tips and talking about uh, imposter syndrome a lot and, you know, growing your doula business and sleep consulting business. So and your Instagram is oh, doula the Darcy. Doula Darcy. The Doula Darcy. Okay, perfect. Darcy, thank you so much. I always love chatting with you, whether it be on the podcast or even on Instagram. And I hope we can do it again soon. All right. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, 
It would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much, and I hope you will tune in for the next episode.